Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Jordan Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints, to navigate this tumult of life. I'm excited today to have, to talk to the Patrolman's Fraternity of St. Michael Jordan. Why don't you introduce our guests? Logan is a police officer, former Division I athlete, a new husband and a father with a young daughter and son on the way, or with a young daughter and a son on the way, had a reversion to his faith in 2017 and is a co-founder of the Patrolman's Fraternity of St. Michael, an apostolate dedicated to the sanctification of law enforcement professionals and a purgatorial society for fallen officers. Matthew is a retired NYPD sergeant, having served 22 and a half years and leaving as a result of the uh, New York City vaccine mandate. He is also a member of the Patrolman's Fraternity of St. Michael. Uh, Matt is married father of two boys that attend a traditional Catholic school, fully, and he is fully committed to bringing the beauty of the Catholic faith to a society that is starving for truth, meaning, and beauty in their lives. Yeah, so why, have jo- why is Jordan on today instead of Stephanie? It's because uh, he knows something about this topic. Jordan was a police officer in Birmingham, Alabama for how many years? Uh, I think it was a little over six. A little over six years. Pretty challenging assignment. Yeah. In every way. (laughs) In every way. So so we have uh, compassion for police officers, especially those in probably the the most hostile environment for the for the police uh, in the history of the United States. I mean, I don't know of a time when it was more difficult to be a cop. I don't know what you think about it. Yeah, it was weird. When I was uh, when I went in, it was prior to the Ferguson riots. And so there was a market shift and how we handled things prior to that event and then after that event and then the reoccurring things that happened or the subsequent things that happened afterwards and watching the entirety of the law enforcement profession shift in particular directions um, was kind of wild to to see and be a part of at that time i'm sure matt i mean he was he was a cop at that time i don't know logan but um probably could say something similar yeah, and it, so knowing all those difficulties, I was excited to hear about the p- patrolman's fraternity. So, uh, Logan or Matt, why don't you tell us um, what's the fraternity about? How did it how did it come How did it come to fruition? Sure. Um, so, just as you guys have been saying, uh, the law enforcement profession is comes with plenty of challenges and trials and crosses. Uh, I was fortunate enough to revert back to the faith prior to my the beginning of my career. So when I first entered law enforcement, I, you know, as a lot of young guys do, I think you, you have a little bit of rose colored glasses going in certain expectations of, yeah, of what, sure. of what it is, what you think it's going to be. And then the reality kind of hits you. And at that point though, I still did have, I had, you know, the faith I wanted to do this because I believed it was my vocation. It's the work that God wants me to do. So I wanted to do it in a certain way. And when I got, you know, into the field and, and, you know, through the academy and everything like that, I quickly realized that even though a lot of my compatriots are baptized Catholics, they were not able to really assist me in doing the job as a Catholic, not just being a good cop, which is obviously important, but doing it in a way that is also virtuous and pleasing to our Lord. And I think if you look at just a brief sketch of the modern cop as he is and, and what he faces, 
It's uh, men who are maybe naturally virtuous, but who are faced with these uh, very difficult, very heavy crosses and challenges that they're not spiritually equipped to handle. So they fall into some particular vices that I think we can we can pretty easily identify and, and get into certain things that are not what our Lord wants from them, to put it just to put it plainly. So having this in mind, I was very fortunate to go on uh, a retreat uh, given by the illustrious father, John Perricone, um, and that's where I met Matt. And when uh, father introduced me to him very quickly, he knew that I was uh, you know, a young police officer just starting out. He knew that Matt had plenty of experience, so it was a natural connection. And we both shared similar observations, similar ideas, and, and recognized the need for an apostolate directed particularly towards cops in assisting them handle these trials, these crosses, these challenges. Matt, uh, you're, so how long have you been a cop, Logan? Uh, a couple of years now. I graduated the academy in uh, 2019. And Matt, how long were you in? I did exactly 22 years and six months and uh, in three days, I believe it was. <laughs> yes. No, no, but not count. Nobody's counting. right? No, not counting at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what, what was it about this idea that, you know, got you excited? Obviously, being in the force as long as you were, you've yeah. seen every kind of permutation of evil and difficulty that a police officer could face. Yes. Yes. Uh, I saw an awful lot things my mother would never want to know that I saw. Mm -hmm. um, but unlike Logan, the first the first uh, 10 years of my my police career, I was for, for all intents and purposes a fallen away Catholic. You know, mm -hmm. I go with the family for Christopher. I'm sorry for uh, Christmas and in Easter and things like that. But um, it was very nominal. And then around the midpoint of my police career, I had a very profound, profound reversion back to the faith. Uh, I could talk a lot on that for a long time, but uh, I believe a mutual friend of ours had a big part in that, along with my wife's conversion to Catholicism and Lutheranism. That's Father Matthew McDonald. Oh, yeah. A, uh, a very, very good friend of the family. Yeah, it's a good priest, who, part of our community. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And um, so going on this journey, just... Seeing, uh, and, it's, and I'm sure, you know, Jordan can speak to this as well, just remarkable amounts of dysfunction and evil, uh, both within what you see in society and within the police profession, there's remarkable dysfunction. Uh, so, again, coming into a point where I had a very you know, profound reversion, uh, working in the law enforcement community and seeing that there was really virtually um, really nothing there to help officers to, to be virtuous, to stay on that narrow path that our Lord has commanded us to, to stay on. And um, so I got involved with trying to, to do something within the NYPD because there really was nothing going on at the time. And, uh, and you know, starting the Patrolman's Fraternity of St. Michael went on for a number of years and, and we were able to, to, um, to do some things. I, I'm not going to get too deep into what we were able to do because I think that with, um, you know, me and Logan here, um, it's really kind of a renewal of what the original purpose was to do because things have deteriorated considerably. Uh, I fully agree with what uh, Jordan, you stated previously around the Ferguson time. I, I usually think around 2013, 2014, 
that's when things really changed dramatically. Uh, and it's been a downhill slope ever since. And we have a lot of very good officers within the profession who have the right intentions, they have natural virtue, but it is a, it's a profession wrought with, with dangers, temptations that are legion. And there has to be something there that can, that can act as a buffer against falling into these temptations, which I am uh, ashamed to say that, um, you know, once upon a time, I fall, fell into many of them myself. And um, there has to be something. And Logan and I feel very strongly about that because we love these guys. Uh, they're our brothers. We want to see the best for them. Uh, we know that they have, in many respects, been shown a false uh, version in, for all intents and purposes of what Catholicism really is. They don't understand there's something more out there. Uh, they just don't know it. And we would very much like it to be part of our vocation and uh, in this apostolate going forward to, to bring that to our brethren in the law enforcement community uh, to help them stay on that narrow path that we, sp that we speak of quite frequently. Yeah, we mentor a lot of young men, and I've had quite a few of them who find out that I was a cop, and they come up and they're like, yeah, I think I want to be a cop. And what was your experience? And I have to be really careful because I don't want to, I don't know what God is calling these guys to, right? Yeah. So I don't want to dissuade them, but I also, but I want to say, you can't have rose-colored glasses. You got to know what yeah. you're getting into. Yeah. Um, so in, ter in, in those terms, how do you help these guys kind of avoid a lot of the stuff that I fell into as well? Um, how do, how do you help them kind of survive and thrive in the faith with what you guys do? Well, the, the pillars of, uh, the patrolman's fraternity, like anything else are, uh, you know, prayer, the foundation of everything. And then, you know, mortification and disciplines. We're currently as a unit, um, we've kind of set up a different hierarchy of, of participation in the patrolman's fraternity, recognizing that some guys are at different spots than others. So for myself, Matt, and a couple other, a core group of guys um, we labeled as knights. We take on a pretty hefty uh, Lenten discipline for 40 days, prayer, fasting, mortification, um, these types of things. And then the same thing for the other guys, auxiliaries, just to a lesser degree, those, you know, tried and true foundational parts of living a virtuous masculine Catholic life. And as Matt said, just, just the simple fact of introducing them to the traditional faith, you know, what the, the examples of some of the saints who were warriors, you know, not that um, that that being a police officer is, is like being a soldier is a legitimate vocation within the church. It's not, you know, like a necessary evil or something that a lot of modern liberalism wants to portray cops as as the bad guys. You know, um, it's not the way our Lord sees it. It's never been that way. So just the mere introducing them to the traditional faith, the traditional form of the sacraments, this basic you know, sort of a rule of life, essentially. Um, that's really it. It's, it's bringing them to our Lord through those means and his grace takes care of the rest. Fantastic. So just, I want to put up on the uh, screen, the URL for the Patrolman's Fraternity of St. Michael. For those who are watching in the live stream, uh, the, the, it's a little bit long. So I'll, I will, I will break radio uh, uh, protocol and, and repeat it. Cause I, I really want them to get, uh, a thousand of you uh, sending them your well wishes, sending, you know, 
cops, you know, friends that are cops, or if you're a cop listening, telling everybody about this, it's it's patrolmansfraternity.wixsite.com. So P-A-T-R-O-L-M-A-N-S fraternity, F-R-A-T-E-R-N-I dot W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com. And they promise they're going to get a better URL in the future. It's a working title currently. <laughs> it's a working title. <laughs> but um, we really do want you uh, to reach out to cops that you know. Uh, when we get back from the break, um, you know, I think it, I think it's a good idea to just talk a little bit about the difficulties that you guys face, Jordan, that you faced, so that the regular audience can understand. Because we got we got some diversity out there, and I think the way the media is playing portraying policing right now is uh is pretty egregious and uh, it's as if every cop is bad and policing is bad and you know but we have in scripture itself in the new testament an admonition for uh the goodness of, of civil order and how we should uh we should actually comport ourselves in order to be at peace with civil order and so the lord recognizes the authority uh, the legitimate authority of police and civil order. And when we get back from the break, we'll talk a little bit about more about this. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Jordan Burke on a special edition of Divine Intimacy Radio talking about how to help police officers through the patrolman's fraternity of St. Michael uh, deepen their faith. Uh, I was super excited to hear about this apostolate. By the way, grateful to EWTN for airing this show and allowing us to be uh, on all of their radio stations. It's an, an amazing, beautiful organization helping people to come to their faith all over the United States. And in fact, I think Mother Angelica, maybe single, well, probably with Fulton Sheen, those two probably preserved Catholicism in the United States more than any other individuals in our time through, uh, through uh, Catholic radio, which has now blossomed into so many other media, media outlets and, and people who are seeking to form others, just like the Patrolman's Fraternity uh, in a very special way of St. Michael. Um, so talk a little bit about, I don't know, Jordan, if you want to talk, tell the average person what it's like, to, what, what are the what are the difficulties that the average police officer faces? I know it's hard to summarize. Well, and you don't want to say certain things that would not be proper for radio, right? Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was trying to think of a way to say that didn't sound overly dramatic, but I was reminded of uh, 
I, w- I can't remember who said it, but it's it's kind of like if you stare into the abyss long enough, the abyss stares back into you. I don't remember who said that, but mm-hmm. being a police officer, you're constantly every call you go on is somebody's worst day, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they're calling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's they, if it was a good day, they wouldn't need you. Mm-hmm. And so everything you're dealing with is constantly just negativity um, and the darkness of the world and the darkness of the enemy. And if you don't have proper things in place, like for instance, in my story, I didn't have, I didn't have proper things in place. I was Catholic before I went in, but because I wasn't taking my faith seriously and because I was surrounded by so much darkness, I myself became very dark and ended up losing my faith for a period of time. So it's important to have these things. I mean, they're, they're desperately necessary because if you don't have good guys in there doing what was necessary and, and, and pursuing Lord and pursuing true virtue and true charity and true justice, then, you know, it's going to be overrun by folks who, who don't have the ability to do that. And then it's just going to, you know, if the media is, if what the media, I'll say this way, if what the media is saying now isn't true, it will be true if we don't have good guys in there, you know. And if we're back. not supporting guys in, in the profession. Right, right. What do you guys think? I would say with regards to that, you know, I think that I used to say as far as the NYPD, it's a great microcosm of society. It's, at the time, it's still around 35,000. They're having a very difficult time maintaining that number. But when you see what, makes up the organization who's coming coming in it really speaks to where the society is mm-hmm. and so with with that in mind there there are some issues there are more certainly issues uh i i could say when i first came on the job there were guys that that we still had a few vietnam veterans that were that were working there most of the guys came on in the, in the late 70s and early 80s and in the time that has gone on since then to the time I, I just retired, you, you see a lot of the change in society. Um, one thing I, I can say that I did see is that regarding our apostolate and speaking to, to cops about uh, what, where we come in, living the Catholic faith, living a virtuous life, the older generation were much more uh, receptive to it. Mm. They, they were much more receptive to it. They had more of a, you know, more of a formation in a culture where these were, these values, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say values, I should say virtues, uh, were much more apparent in, in, in when, they, when they were formed and when they grew up and when they were in the job. The, uh, you know, the, the Catholic faith used to be very, very much intertwined with policing at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NYPD is a great example. Um, you know, the Holy Name Society used to be a very, very big organization, very robust. You'd have thousands of cops that would be there mm. at the annual communion breakfast. Uh, that is completely um, gone at this wow. point, to put it bluntly. It's not the organization still exists, but you just don't have that adherence. You don't have that receptivity to these. So what are you guys doing differently? Maybe I don't not to criticize them, but what are you finding resistance you know to to your organization in police departments or are you are you are they welcoming to you what's going on with the with the progress of helping guys to 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 hold on to their faith and deepen their faith there's certainly resistance to um to you know many times even having a conversation about things regarding the faith even with an average cop uh there is and sometimes almost instinctual resistance to it, hmm. uh, which at times I've had conversations with with guys who have been raised Catholic and 
And uh, it's a very interesting, very interesting uh, dynamic at times between myself and speaking to them where they, they are, uh, there's this, this vitriol that will come out at times about a faith that has been in the family for generations, which I, I find very uh, troubling. Some are, some are uh, certainly receptive to it, though it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy uh, thing to do. You know, we, we have certainly have, have had men come aboard and had success in, in getting uh, members. But uh, because of the lack of formation the last number of decades in our church and, and in society, um, I don't think you have the numbers that are that once would have been receptive to it. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, there's there's great suspicion to um, unfortunately a faith they don't really know too much about. Yeah, they re- they reject something they're kind of poorly catechized in and all that. But tell me, but what's encouraging about it? I mean, you guys, you guys wouldn't be doing it if it was a downer to you, you know, Logan. Maybe, what are you seeing that inspiring you about your progress and how you're helping guys? I see that in spite of the the very real and significant challenges that we face, mainly I think because of this false perception of what the faith is amongst uh, our brethren, whether baptized or not, mm-hmm. we still have a core group of guys who are willing to put their money where their mouth is and really take on some serious uh, Lenten disciplines and offer up those prayers and sacrifices so that this apostle will bear fruit. We know that we're in, a, you know, this is a war of attrition. It's a long-term battle. We know we're not going to have instant success overnight. And while we do want you know, this message and this fraternity to spread to the most amount of people possible. We know that uh, the main results come from God giving the increase. So we would rather have guys legitimately on board, willing to go to the hilt in the beginning to merit those graces for the other guys to kind of come along after the fact. And so we have a telegram group set up where guys can kind of chat with a little bit of privacy. It's amongst cops. So questions regarding the job, questions regarding more sensitive topics that maybe they wouldn't necessarily be comfortable asking the fellow Catholic cop next to them in their department. They could go to us. That's been, we've had some very fruitful discussions in there and just being able to have guys that you could go to that are serious about their faith to ask questions, to, to pray with, to, to have a a mutual suffering and sacrifice with, I think is, is very inspiring because God, you know, takes the little mustard seed and, and can make the the great tree out of it. If we, you know, are patient and faithful enough. So, you know, there hasn't, it's not like we've got millions of followers worldwide all of a sudden, mm-hmm. because, you know, we started this apostolate, but we know that that, that wasn't going to be the case anyway. If this is something that over a longer period of time bears fruit, then that's, that's what matters. It's not, we know it's not going to be an instant hit. Out of curiosity, Jordan, if of all the tools you've learned to use, in spiritual disciplines, uh, let's say prayer, the sacraments, discernment of spirits, all of that. If there was one thing you wish you'd have had as a cop, or you think could most powerfully, in, you know, impact police officers spiritually, one of the disciplines that we practice in Apostoli VA or in our work, what would you? What would it be? That's a really good question. My my gut is to say discernment of spirits because that's just so instrumental to the in, in the entirety of life, let alone yeah. anything as intense as policing. Um, but I think in the context of policing, probably mortific- self-mortification, the denial of self, 
because there's so many times, at least in my experience, we're seeing so much evil and, and so much um, just, uh, yeah, evil is the word that you have, you know, we have this natural reaction, which is good. And you're disgusted by the evil and you're angered by the evil. And that's all very good. And that's right. That's, that's necessary to have. Otherwise, if you didn't have that reaction, there's probably, you probably have an issue, right? But the question is moving forward from there. How do you respond to that? Right. So do you internalize it or do you get wrecked by it? Yeah. Or do you get wrecked by it? Do you pray about it? And I think mortification in this context, this denial of self, this, this subjugating your lower nature to your intellect and your will would probably be extraordinarily beneficial. I know it would have helped me then. So then I can at least step back. I, I think that's necessary before you even get into discernment of spirits, honestly. Yeah. Where it's like, the, I just, I just the need daily to... mental prayer is probably the most powerful thing. Yeah. 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 So what I, you know what I, what I'd like to do with you guys, you ever heard of the book spiritual warfare and discernment of spirits? Heard of it. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, look, he's, he's good. Right now that <laughs> we, did, we did not plan this. No, I swear. <laughs> This was um, for my birthday. My father, Matthew McDonald, ha- had my sister buy that and the devil in the castle for my birthday. Okay. And they, they are two of my most favorite uh, books. They are My wife is reading Spiritual Warfare and Discernment of Spirits right now. Awesome. So I'd love to donate a case of those books to you guys, to the, oh, that's to the Patrolman's Fraternity. They just because I, I think that, you know, just getting into that will help really guard hearts and minds of guys and we love what you're doing um we 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 need good holy police officers and uh, we need them now more than ever and it's harder than ever Uh, i'm really grateful to see great uh politicians who i usually don't say good things about like uh, desantis you know saying hey you want a safe place to work where we actually appreciate you come on down to florida but if you're a cop if you're a cop and you know somebody who's a cop and you understand the difficulties they're facing in our time, please point them to Patrolman's Fraternity of St. Michael. You can find them out at patrolmansfraternity.wixsite.com. That's P-A-T-R-O-L-M-A-N-S-F-R-A-T-E-R-N-I.wixsite, W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com. If you're driving, you're listening to EWTN Radio now, just head out to spiritualdirection.com. We'll have the the show out there or spiritualdirection.com's YouTube page. And we'll make sure you get the information uh, to connect with these guys uh, in the show notes and all of that. But uh, thank you guys for all the good work that you're doing and uh, be assured of our prayers. And I'll, um, if you could hang with me after the show for a minute, I'll get your address. We'll send you out a case of spiritual warfare and sermon of spirits. And with that, our, sh- our time is up. Until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body. You're approachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.